0: My name is Mila Ekla, and you are listening to Better Monday podcast powered by Sophobus. There are a lot of advantages in diversity, but it is not necessarily easy for companies to create such a diverse workplace. Different languages, tones of voices, and belief systems, for example, can create misunderstandings and arguments between people. In this Better Monday podcast episode, I'm interviewing Marcin Florian, director of engineering at Spotify. Spotify has 5000 employees all around the world and it employs around 100 different nationalities. This global audio streaming subscription service has succeeded in building diversity in the workplace. The company has found it essential to remove employees' fears so that they can be who they really are and do their best work.
1: We're live. Yay, so, we're live.
0: Geez. Hey. <laughs> so, hi, and um, welcome to our Better Monday podcast. My very first question to you is what makes a Better Monday for you?
1: So, yeah, uh, you, today didn't feel like it would be uh, what Better Mondays are made of because I had to get up at five in the morning to get to our other office. Mm-hmm. But actually, the day started with a very nice breakfast for everyone that works together in, the, uh, in this Gothenburg office of ours. So mm-hmm. that felt like a really good start to the day and the week, really.
0: Mm-hmm. A good breakfast is always something that uh, makes a morning or a day better, at least because I, I love food, so <laughs> breakfast <laughs> is the best.
1: Absolutely, the most important meal of the day.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, hey, um, could you um, tell a little bit about yourself uh, for our listeners so that they can get a brief overview of uh, what you do and what's what's your history, briefly?
1: Sure, I'll try. Um, My name is Martin Florian, uh, and I currently live in Stockholm and work at Spotify. I've uh, been here for about four years now, Uh, and before that, I, I lived in England. For about 10 years and before that um, I was actually born and lived in Poland so by now I've been all over the place and and consider myself mostly a youth citizen more than than associated with any one particular country. Hmm. Um, At Spotify I am currently um, in the role called Tech Tribe Lead uh, which in uh, a normal speak means I look after a department Which is called Playback, and I'm responsible for the technology and people, uh, all the engineers that work in Playback.
0: Mm -hmm. Good. And uh, Spotify is quite a big company. You have uh, how many employees in total? Uh,
1: I think we're around 5,000 right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. And uh, you work at the Stockholm office, so um, there you have about
1: uh good question you know this number keeps growing so i keep losing track of it but i think we're we're uh way above one and a half thousand people in stockholm
0: yeah yeah that's that's really a lot and um actually it's been a lot of uh in the news or let's say that media says that uh finding the right Talents is a really the top pro- priority for companies nowadays because the competition is, is really tough. Uh, but what's your opinion uh, on this? Ah,
1: so, so I have an opportunity to hijack uh, someone else's opinion first <laughs> <coughs> because uh, uh, I think a couple of weeks ago uh, we have um, a guest from Google, uh, employee number eight, Urs Hölzle, uh, who's been talking to us um, in a series as part of our series of Tech Bytes, which are uh, little internal tech events. Um, and what was super interesting to hear from him when asked, you know, what's the biggest impact that a person can have on the company? He said that the biggest difference he was able to make was about finding, hiring, and retaining great people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so it, it's it's very clearly, um, you know. The, the biggest impact, like you can double your impact by hiring another great person mm-hmm. in a way that you probably can't do it in any other way. Um, and I absolutely agree with him that, you know, hiring is always priority number one. Uh, you know, making sure that you have time for interviews, that you um, broaden your network, that you talk to people um, is is one of the most impactful ways that you can improve an organization. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, at Spotify, how do you attract the right
1: talent? Um, so I'm just going to take a little step back because I'm, uh, I'm from the school that has le- uh, read a book called Talent is Overrated uh, mm-hmm. by Jeffrey Colvin. Um, and, and I think that's like a, a little bit representative of how uh, we generally think about this at Spotify, which is that, um, of course, we are uh, looking for people who are... Experienced uh, and who are skilled and who have the right background, uh, but we also believe in something which is more important in our uh, our mind than talent as such, uh, which is called growth mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're we're looking for people who have the ability to continue to grow, and with the right support and in the right environment, can um, become the best they can be. Um, but, and of course, the, the, the question about who, who are the right people is mm. super important uh, because it, we, we could answer it in many different ways. In my mind, it is primarily about alignment between the values and needs of the organization and the values and needs of the person that we want to bring in. Mm. And it's not always that they have to be you know identical, that we all want only the people who who believe in exactly the same set of values, uh, but they have to be, they can't be conflicting and mm-hmm. they have to be broadly in line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's the, the thought about like, who are the people we're looking for? Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, <clears throat> how to convince someone that uh, that this is the right place to be. Um, I think that the most important thing is, is to be out- authentic as a company. Uh, to really be honest about what you're standing for and what you're expecting, um, create some sense of belonging for the person that you want to bring into the organization, uh, and also allow people uh, show people how they can have impact. Uh, ideally, have it can have impact on things they care about by working in your organization. Mm,
0: mm, mm. And uh, how do you support that at soft, uh, Spotify? How how do you give the uh, ability for the employees to have that impact?
1: So uh, maybe a couple of months ago, I was listening to a podcast with, um, uh, it was called Unlearn Podcast, hosted by Barry O'Reilly. And in that one episode, he uh, talks to uh, Mary and Tom Poppendick and they said something that struck uh, me as, as uh, very recognizable from Spotify. So what they said is that most tech companies would do best if they uh, brought in um, engaged people and gave them the freedom and autonomy to do what they do best, which is usually solving problems. Uh, and I think I, this is something that I really recognized at Spotify as a place where we try to bring people and give them the space and support and structures uh, where can they can do their best work. Um, so yeah, that's at a high level what what we try to do, yeah. which in practice means that you know we have a lot of engineers working in autonomous, cross-functional teams, meaning that um, you can usually have quite a lot of impact without. A lot of dependencies across the organization which in many cases would translate into a lot of waiting uh, mm. or a lot of um discussions around priorities and um timelines so you know when when you end up in a place where both the organization and the technology supports your execution towards some sort of well-specified mission i think that's that what uh, what it usually is effective.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think a-, a company should be uh, low in hierarchy to kind of that kind of uh, uh, process to work? or A
1: question about hierarchy is interesting because I don't think there's one obvious answer. Mm-hmm. As in, hi- hierarchy is a tool that can be used in many ways. And I think we have, uh, maybe especially in the software community, Uh, associated hierarchy with something um, bad or something that is uh, creating unnecessarily confusion or structure or rigidity. Um, And I think that doesn't necessarily have to be like this. Uh, And certainly if you think about organizations of a certain size, um, whether you want it or not, because those organizations are are, uh, made out of people, there will be some hierarchies. uh, And sometimes they're not necessarily formal hierarchies. The question is can, can you make sure that you are aware of those hierarchies and create them in such ways that they support what the organization is trying to do and what the people
0: are trying to do? Mm-hmm. Good answer. Um, Spotify is also a global organization and you have offices pretty much all around the world um, and also in in Sweden uh, in Stockholm you have people from uh, very different backgrounds and from different cultures and countries. Uh, how does this show at the office?
1: Mm. So I think the last time I asked the we had around 100 nationalities represented <laughs> across all of Spotify uh, which is quite impressive and uh, yeah. you know in in Playback trial, Tribe Alone, uh, we have among our seventy employees or so sixteen nationalities, uh, and of course it, it shows in many, many different ways. Uh, from you know how people are dressed, uh, what food they bring for lunch, uh, you know how they decide to decorate their desk, uh, to um, you know, to to many quiet side conversations that you sometimes overhear that are going on in lots of different languages, Russian, Italian, Spanish, Polish, German, Greek, and many, many others. Um, Of course, what you also see is uh, different um, festivities, for example, that different people um, observe. So that is super interesting.
0: Mm. It
1: it really creates um, richness.
0: yeah. For sure. And uh, um, does Spotify have some kind of uh, programs or something to kind of support that diversity that you have?
1: Um, Yes, definitely many. Uh, I would say that the the first thing that uh, organizations have to understand when it comes to diversity is that uh, there are a lot of advantages of creating a diverse workforce, but... It's not necessarily always easy um, because bringing in people who have different backgrounds, different belief systems, different cultural expectations uh, can create friction and can create misunderstandings and arguments. And so I think as any company that that wants to uh, do a good job of creating a diverse workforce, uh, we put a lot of work into making sure that there's a good awareness, understanding, and that all of our employees have good tools to work in such environment. Mm. Do you
0: um, offer some kind of training or or that sort of?
1: Uh, Absolutely. Help? that That's part of it as well. So there is training both for um, managers and for employees. Um, there is a lot of... Um, sharing good advice or sharing um, articles or good examples or challenging situations that people have had working, you know, across different um, either beliefs or cultures and sharing, you know, examples of how they're overcome. Mm -hmm. I think at at the end of the day, a lot of that is about uh, being able to see the other person for who they are and having an environment of trust and support where you know that it's okay to make mistakes, even in terms of making mistakes about how you address or understand the other person. Uh, mm-hmm. And know that everyone has the best intentions in mind and, and how we work. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, you said that uh, uh, it's not always uh, easy for companies to kind of... Uh, um, how to say that in English? Like... Uh, uh, to support that kind of a diverse workplace, um, but um, what kind of uh, difficulties or problems have you encountered at Spotify due to this kind of diverse culture that you have? Or can you recall any any situations mm. or?
1: So I think this is you know this is both from small things like uh, you know different people tend to have different expectations around, for example, what tone of voice is uh, mm. normal, you know, I, is is speaking quietly or speaking loudly, uh, you know, is that about being angry or is that about mm. being um, uh, affirmative or is that about uh, agreeing or about supporting the other person? Yeah. So that You know, simple things like this. Um To what kind of language you use, you know, what, um, how you would discuss, for example, different um, celebrations or festivities that people have, right? For example, um, assuming that everyone in the office celebrates and understands Christmas no longer holds, right? Mm -hmm. Um, For some people, Christmas is important, and for some people, it's not even a holiday. And so, for example, when you, when you talk about, like, you use the language uh, in communication, you know, you, you want to be aware of that diversity and you want to uh, use a language that is inclusive and that makes everyone feel like they belong uh, in the organization.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have any tips for other companies that are uh, now building their uh, their diversity plans or or... <laughs> So kind of to, how could they improve their diversity?
1: So I, I think the first thing to start with is to truly understand why the organization cares for improve, improving the diversity. Um, it can't just be, oh, all the other organizations around us are, are you know, working on diversity, so now we have to work on diversity too. Yeah, you know, it can't just be about statistics or numbers game, but like a genuine belief and a very good reason for why you want to go in that direction. Um, for, for example, Spotify currently exists in 79 markets. Uh, and those 79 markets represent a huge diversity of, of customers. And what we want to do as a company is to make sure that we have some representation of that diversity Internal among the people who are building the service, so that we have a good understanding of who we're building the service for, and we can build a service that really meets the needs of our customers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that is super important. The other super important thing is is looking at your hiring practices. Mm, you know, I, I remember when I was still in the UK, um, there's a company called ThoughtWorks uh, that at the time also felt like um, attracting a more diverse set of candidates was the right thing to do. And one of the things they did is started looking at the language that they used in their job ads. And it turned out that, for example, the kind of language that they initially started using was very much tailored or receptive towards uh, just one gender, was more attractive to men generally. And uh, by just focusing on the language there, they could truly present the positions that they were recruiting for in a way that was attractive for a broader uh, set of people. And I think that's definitely something that we also uh, aim to do at Spotify.
0: Mm. Um, Of course, uh, because we are uh, having a Better Monday podcast, I also have to ask you about how does Spotify take care of the well-being and happiness? Of its employees? Mm-hmm.
1: So I think a lot of that has to do with uh, Swedish roots and the Swedish culture from which Spotify grew. Uh, <clears throat> I've only been uh, in Sweden for the last four years, so I still feel like I'm learning a lot about the country. Uh, but it, it has been very clear from the beginning that uh, creating an environment of support and well-being for the employees is important. That's something that actually Sweden has a lot of regulations about formally, but also something that was just very important for um, our founders. And today there is, you know, dozens and dozens of different initiatives uh, which are aimed at making sure that that, uh, we have a great place to be. Uh, and they're, you know, range from very grassroots initiatives, uh, which are, you know, some people getting together and, and supporting each other. We currently have something called employee resource groups, uh, which are people representing different um, uh, groups of people. For example, we have women, we have Muslims, we have black people, we have um, are all uh, have their own Uh, resource groups which are basically support groups Um, we have a lot of training Um, we have for example meditation classes Um, we also have like a broader hr initiatives uh, which we call the heart and soul initiatives where we have seminars or um, book clubs or articles shared around you know how um how to make sure that you have the right balance, you know, how do you care, take care of your sleep patterns? Mm. How do you make sure that you are effective at work? How do you make sure that you um, eat well? Uh, We do a lot of activities around uh, physical um, exercise so that you can actually, you know, take time away from the desk and do some yoga or do running over lunch. Uh, And, and then we also look at the, You know, a bunch of policies which look at people's uh, life holistically. So, for example, again, something not uh, unusual for people in Sweden, but much more unusual for people around the globe is that at Spotify we offer six months fully paid parental leave Mm. to all employees, uh, which you know is a clear recognition that that is part, very important part of personal life, and that the company wants to support people in that.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and I I think in general it's really uh, important for companies and actually for everyone to understand that uh, people are holistic so you can't just switch off when you leave the work and go home you're kind of still the same person even though you might have different roles but the things that happen to you at work they kind of of, uh, affect your personal life and the other way around so if a company can somehow support that balance, I think that's that's really awesome.
1: Uh, absolutely, and you know, which is why I personally like to uh, think about this slightly. You know, not in terms of this being a balance so much, because um, ultimately, if if you if you talk about balance, that it suggests that you know when one thing wins the other has to give in Mm -hmm. right you kind of have this like two Mm -hmm. sides um in mind whereas what i think is possible is is uh trying to bring those two sides together and i i really like what you said is like recognizing that uh that we have lots of different aspects as individuals and that all of these aspects have to be taken care of you know we have some interests we have some passions um some of those passions are related to the work we do, some of those passions aren't. We need time to um, pursue those passions.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you personally partici- participating some yoga classes or or running clubs or something that you have?
1: Uh, not formally, but uh, there's quite a lot of people who cycle to work at Spotify, mm-hmm. and I definitely uh, sign up to that group.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> and you know, right. there's
1: always an opportunity to, you know, Compare times and share tips and uh, talk about bikes and uh, best maintenance and so on.
0: Yeah, yeah, great. Um, Also, one question about social and environmental responsibility. So, this is something that's also been in the news lately. So, what's the role of of that uh, at Spotify? How are you kind of uh, tackling this? Not an issue, but. uh, so I,
1: I think that's a super interesting topic uh, because the way I see this uh, and the way I hear this from our founders is that, you know, the, the founding story of Spotify is grounded in social responsibility uh, in a sense that, the you know, Daniel talks a lot. Daniel, like, who is one of the founders, talks a lot about, um, you know, founding Spotify as a way to tackle piracy. And as a way to create, um, you know, to give music at any time, anywhere to uh, to everyone, uh, and in a way that is beneficial both for the music industry and uh, for the co- consumers of music. So, I think that has been uh, really part of the the fabric or tissue of the, of Spotify from the beginning, and and it continues to to be such. And I think we are really privileged now to have created a platform um, which reaches um, you know, hundreds of millions of users uh, and we can use that platform to do some good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you know, there, uh, there, there are things that you will notice Spotify um, being involved in is like promoting support for uh, underrepresented groups. -hmm. Um, Something like we 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 support the um, the LGBTQ communities, uh, so we take uh, part in pride and we try to um, promote diverse artists on our platform.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And and I think what is super super important is that uh, you know all these activities uh, that social responsibility has to be coherent. so it should really be the same inside as it is outside
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and so and I really see Spotify doing that,
0: yeah, do you think this is something that's important for the kind of the future talents or or the recruitants that you are hiring or trying to hire or or mm-hmm. attracting
1: i i it is clearly uh the reality of today's <clears throat> people uh, or candidates that we're talking to—that they really care about working at a place where they can have impact, where again they can work towards a good cause. Um, so I think from that point of view, it it absolutely is important. But again, it has to be it has to be genuine. Mm. You know, it can't be a made up purpose. Yeah. Uh, it can't be uh, you know a surface level engagement in social responsibility. You really have to care about that and sometimes that's that means quite a lot of investment
0: mm-hmm, for sure yeah i still have one question for you mm. and that would be uh, name one happiness act that makes company a better employer than others
1: mm. tricky question uh you know i i kind of Think a little bit about happiness and I I wonder whether it's the organization's responsibility to take care of people's happiness. Uh, I think it's uh, it's probably impossible to do. So the way I see this is that we, uh, in organizations that we build, uh, have to make sure that we don't um, disable people from being able to to reach the happiness in their own ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, And with that in mind, I think the uh The one act that really comes to mind uh, is is removing fear and that that is something that i unfortunately I have experienced in in the or- many organizations in the past and I see people still experience it around the world is that um, a lot of the interactions in the workplace are based of fear uh, and I think if we can start recognizing that and removing. Uh, fear and starting to see, um you know, people as who they truly are.
0: Mm.
1: I think that goes a long way.
0: Thank you, Marcin.
1: All right, thank you very much.
0: You have some uh, greetings for the listeners, or something that you'd like to add?
1: Oh my goodness, I have no idea.
0: <laughs> free word. <laughs>
1: yeah, free word. No. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, you know I come from a country where one of the flagship uh, comedies was called I Hate Mondays, uh, and I've also lived in England where where quite a few like where I really understood what uh, what hating Mondays means when people you know towards the end of Friday were really happy and came back <laughs> gloomy on a Monday morning. So uh, I think being in a place. Uh, where you can really enjoy the working week uh, is a privilege that uh, I hope many people get a chance to experience.
0: Mm, Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Better Monday podcast. I wish you a happy week.